This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. I had this conversation on the show, on the show show, with the very first the very first black woman, I'm going to say global majority member, um, who owns a marijuana dispensary in Colorado. Her name is Wanda James. She's the CEO of Simply Pure Dispensary. Welcome back. Welcome to the Hub. Thank you. Thank I'm you. In the Hub. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, we just scratched the surface because you were running in, and we, <laughs> I tried to get everything in, but but this is this is this is worthy of of a real deep dive. Um. Yeah. Again, marijuana has never been my thing. I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, believing that I have a, I'm going to just share the story mm-hmm. why I feel this way that I do. So one of my best friends, she's a brilliant, brilliant human being. She's mm-hmm. my best friend from college. Um, when we were going to college, I never smoked or drank mm-hmm. or anything uh, because I have a particular kind of personality and I just yeah. felt like adding anything <laughs> to it would just not be a good thing, be right? Because I'm already un, 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 unfiltered. I say anything, <laughs> I do anything. I don't need any, you, you know, go. help. So she would say, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. they passed the joint or the mm-hmm. Coke or whatever. And mm-hmm. she'd go, no, thank you. And they're like, you're just following after Karen. So it became a thing for mm-hmm. her to, to kind of liberate herself from like, you know, being a follower. And right. so she really started smoking a lot of weed and she smoked so much of it that uh, we, she would call me like odd times, mm-hmm. you know, and we'd have conversations where I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> And I'm like, you're, you're smoking. <laughs> like, where are you going with this Right, you're smoking. I'm not with you. <laughs> where are you going? Right? So in my mind, I feel like, you know, all things mm-hmm. are beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things are permissible. Not all things are beneficial. That some of us uh, don't have a stop. And some of us need need to know what moderation looks like. Fair and enough. I think any addiction, anything that you can't stop doing, you're yep. addicted to. Yep. So I'm never going to be for that. Yep. That said, yep. Uh, as a as a thing, we actually she got me into behold a pale horse, and I'm like mm-hmm. reading for, back then, you mm-hmm. know, because she's from another place, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it became for me a crusade about power because there there are countries that would be liberated overnight if they could just grow hemp, cannabis, yep. and make an industry out of it. Yep. And I just knew that the prohibition was around power yep. and keeping people from from power. So I changed my yeah. view on it. Not I've never smoked in yeah. my entire life and I never will. Yeah. That's my personal choice, yeah. but I will always crusade for people having the power to to grow exactly. and sell and be exactly. a part of this. Exactly. This cannabis. Exactly. So Wanda James, when was when was your first experience with cannabis? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, honestly, I've chosen I was 16. Um and I and I want to say this, and I don't want this to come off as sounding at all arrogant or, or wherever it's going to go but I am a pothead and I am proudly so and for me I've always preferred cannabis to alcohol um and now as I've gotten older I mean I'll have two glasses of wine and my stomach hurts the next day my head is hurting I just and to me that feels like a poisoning of your body but when I smoke cannabis or if I ingest cannabis I don't have those same types of, of feelings and issues now once again cannabis has become very different because we understand this plant now. So you tell me how you want to feel and we can actually dial in this plant to make you feel like you want to feel. If you're somebody that has anxiety, 
we can help lower that anxiety level. If you're somebody who is depressed, we can make you feel joyful. If you are somebody that has not had sleep in two days and you just really need to get some sleep tonight, we can help you sleep. If you are somebody that is going through chemotherapy and you can't stop throwing up and keeping food down, we can help you do that. And once again, with oil and everything else for children, we're helping with epilepsy and, and, and tumors that we're seeing being decreased, as well as anything neurological, it seems to work now with the cannabis oil. So MS, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, we're starting to see this work. And in Colorado, because Colorado is such a massive test market, I mean, the industry is in full bloom there. We're testing this stuff, and it is working. Um, so you're and a now, veritable George Washington Carver. You're well, botanists. Well, you know, we're, we're botanists. And at this point, we need it to be federally legal so that we can actually do medicinal trials. Right. Israel is way ahead of us. Um, and Israel, Canada. It, well, and Canada just, well, blew, just blew, right. blew past everybody. They're yeah. Just, they're just like, forget it. We're just going to legalize. Right. Israel has been testing for years. The doctors coming out of Israel are doing some amazing things. We have an opioid crisis. Yeah, I've we been do. talking about this. Yep. And and you you know, you you talk about the war on drugs all of a sudden now mm-hmm. it's an opioid health crisis. Oh. Before it was lock them up, right? Yep, and exactly. we all know about that. We know it's racist, right? Yep. We know that the system is designed to incarcerate black people and yep. and you know, there's been a blueprint on the table for a while to do that since yep. the uh the abolishment exactly. of slavery, right? So That was so, abolished. <laughs> No, well, I mean, you (laughs) know, uh, so and we can have that discussion, but ultimately the the sophistication Mm -hmm. by which we move in the world, we have to be able to master the system. So to Mm -hmm. me, it's like if this is illegal, Mm -hmm. you know, let's instead of doing what the Kennedys did, because we're not the Kennedys, um, we're not going to be able to bootleg and do things underground and and have a pathway to the White House. It's just not going to be the case for us. So and it's not fair. But it's it's how it is. So so how do we navigate? Do we all move to Colorado? Like I just I feel like you know there there has to be a movement uh, that allows us to to gain power and control over this sector. So you know what? It's happening. By the way, I'd be really happy if a whole bunch of black people moved to Colorado. That would be awesome. But I think that it is happening, and I'm seeing these amazing young people. Um, and I'm getting old, so everybody is young to me at this point. Stop saying that because that oil will keep you alive forever. No. <laughs> you know? Wanda, Wanda James. Yes, you're going to be 150. Uh, I hope so. But I'm seeing these amazing young people that are coming out of college, that are lawyers, that are doctors, that are activists, that are business people, that are, I mean, even the group that brought us into New Jersey, I mean, a, a bunch of young activists that says, you know, we're not going to let this license go to, you know, all white, all male, all the time. Here in New York City, there is a group of young people that are doing some amazing things that are changing the governor's mind and, and working throughout politics. I don't know why Phil Murphy's on the on the bubble with that. He shouldn't even be on the bubble. What? You're, talking about, you're talking about Jersey? Oh, no. Oh, New York? Both. They're, Andrew Cuomo and Phil Murphy on the... They're, they're, they're coming around. Okay. I mean, Phil Murphy has come all the way around. Okay. He's all about it and wants to make it happen. Um, I mean, Cynthia Nixon changed the conversation here with, with Cuomo. So we are seeing these things happen and it's being born out of um, negativity because of all of the arrest and different things. But now that it's being born, we're seeing all these amazing things happen with it. And I mean, it's moving. It's happening. There are, are the the Women Grow events that we have. I mean, you know, 250, 500 women coming together to talk about entrepreneurism and how this Where is going to Where can we go to, to find the Women Grow um 
womengrow.org womengrow.com 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 it's, yep. it's national it's national well and where's legal well it no it's national everywhere because women grow actually shows women how to get involved in this from an entrepreneurial level um, has w- women who have children that have different issues that they're connecting and the best thing about women grow is it's the chair happens to be a black woman the CEO happens to be a Latina and the executive vice president happens to be a black woman so I, I mean so these are, are the things leading. that we are starting to do and it's it's going to be a big deal you had the opportunity to meet one of my partners um, Al Harrington uh, NBA uh, NBA ball player who is partnered with us in New Jersey that owns Viola extracts so now we're seeing our multimillionaires getting involved in this and investing yeah. in cannabis so it's definitely happening but not fast enough okay so if you're not a multimillionaire mm-hmm. and we're talking with Wanda James CEO of simply pure dispensary which is in Colorado. She's the first African-American to own a dispensary. (laughs) What does that mean, first of all? What does that mean? What is a dispensary? But break it down. So a dispensary, if you were to come into my shop, what you would walk through, um, first off, it's gorgeous and beautiful. It's my little happy place. But there's nobody there that has, you know, guns on their hips and things like that. You know, it's I like to take the Tiffany approach. If you walk into Tiffany's, nobody has a gun on their hips, or at least none that you can see. And, you know, you feel safe and you're enjoying the atmosphere. But if you think you're going to run out of there with a handful of diamonds, you got another thing coming, right? So we like to take that approach. But when you walk into the store, we have 460 SKUs. So the first question is, is what do you enjoy? So if you're looking for chocolate, we have chocolates by a French Parisian trained chocolatier. That's one of the five top chocolatiers in the nation. We have That's infused with cannabis. That's infused with cannabis. We have sodas. We have root beer. We have um, energy shots. We have vape pens. We have... Um, gummies. We have salve for your 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 joints that will help you, you know, not have pain. We have um, oil that the cannabis oil that everybody is is talking about with a little bit of THC in it. So how does that work? Because that, like I'm nervous about actually because I have I have arthritis and you know my joints mm-hmm. hurt and and especially when with the weather changing. Yep. So I, I'll put I'll actually New York just started selling the CBD oil yep. to put on. So I'll use that because I'm not ingesting it. But if I ingest it, what what's the difference? So there's two things. So one, even some of the the cannabis salves and oil also have some THC into them. So here's the secret about T, er, about CBD. CBD works effectively with a little bit of THC. For whatever the reason is, our bodies need the THC to unlock the door to let CBD get in there and do its work. Mm. So, so we, if it doesn't have any THC in it, then it's not going to be effective. It's just a placebo? I'm not going to say that, but it is much more effective if it has a little bit more, a little tab of THC in it. Now, just because you have a little bit of THC in it does not mean that you are going to get high at all. It just means that this is what's happening the in your body to, un, right. to unlock that it's door. It's like the so curl the, activator for the jerry curl. <laughs> you got to have that's that activator juice to get the... Activate it up. Right. It works with your endocannabinoid system because the plant itself has an endocannabinoid system that it works flawlessly with. But rubbing it on your hands to stop the pain in your in your joints will not cause you to pop positive on a on a test or anything like that. You will not feel high. You will not be high. But it is amazing how it immediately stops the pain mm. from joint pain and inflammation. And it's because CBD and THC works on the cellular level to reducing inflammation. Even more so than turmeric? 
which is the new thing, right? So turmeric. You know, anyway, I'm just I'm just wanna Okay, so you walk in to um pure uh, simply pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like Tiffany's. You have all of these. <laughs> you, you you go. There's somebody at behind the counter wearing a lab coat. I don't know what no, they are. They they're, they're, you know they're, 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 they're prop they're, they're, Natalie they're, dressed. They have on they have right. on their 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 they, outfits. They look nice. And we have budologist that budologist bud as in bud a budologist. Um, they're highly trained and they will be able to talk to you through wherever it is that you want to feel. And if you say, look, I've got some joint pain, they're going to talk you through that. If you say, look, I'm in Denver this weekend because my girls are having a bachelorette party and here's what we want to do, they'll hook you up for that as well too. So we can walk you through whatever it is that you want to feel. And even when you're ingesting, people will come in and say, oh, you know, I got high in 1982 and it made me paranoid. Well, we can suggest something that will not make you paranoid. It is amazing what we know about this plant these days and what we can do with it. There are people that use synthetic uh, marijuana that is ruining lives. I know somebody personally whose child is not right now. Um, What do we say about that? Do you know what? what? I'm sad that they call it synthetic marijuana because there's nothing marijuana about it or Mm. cannabis about it. Um, From what I understand, it's potpourri or something weird or some kind of chemical mix. I'm not even sure what it is, but it has nothing to do with marijuana whatsoever. It doesn't smell like it, doesn't look like it, doesn't taste like it, doesn't act like it. And I'm not sure why it got that why it got that title i it, well marketing I can, is everything i could probably know, come up with why they got the title but, right but no it's that's and it's so sad and this is the other reason for legalization as well too we are pushing young people into doing things that are harmful when the actual plant itself would be perfectly fine so right. i will be happy to see legalization happen and no more synthetic marijuana age cutoff we're talking about Wanda James. You twenty one like alcohol. Twenty one like alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even though kids who need it for ailments so, should. So the children that um, are so every state you have to have a recommendation from a doctor if if it's medicinal cannabis to be able to buy medicinally. Um, in Colorado, for anybody under the age of eighteen, they have to have two doctor recommendations. So once you get that recommendation, um, you're parents or you can actually get the oil. And we have children as young as two with epilepsy getting cannabis oil. So, you know, their parents will obviously administer that to them under their tongue. And we've literally seen a child having a grand mal seizure. And if you ever see any human being having a grand mal seizure, it's it's Ooh. horrific. Mm-hmm. And to see a child have it, it's horrific. We've seen them actually put two drops of, of cannabis oil under their tongue and within 20 seconds, you see their whole body relax. I mean, we see it. We have seen it happen. And so I don't know why it happens. I'm not a doctor, and I don't know if doctors know exactly why it happens, but we know it works. So Wanda James, uh, the dispensary part of it. All right, so, yeah. so it's basically a, a boutique or a store? It's a store. So uh, imagine a market. Okay. So like uh, Whole Foods or one of those yeah. world markets, but yeah, it's not a little that smaller. Big, but not that right. big. Yeah. Right. But, but exactly. You okay. Would, you would walk in, and we have all the different products sitting up there, and um, you know, Gia wanted me to mention the fact that we have everything from vape pens to infused sex lube. I mean, right. for and that's women. important. I was talking to Al Harrington. We have uh, <laughs> no a part, one of our team members, Michelle Hope, uh, is a sexo- sexologist, yeah. and a lot of women who have gone through menopause or yeah. who had ovarian cancer, whatever, they're they're not lubricating, yes. and so she's looking. She wants to do these kits yep. to send to you know to you know these monthly kits, these yep. sex kits, yep. and she wants that to be a part of it. So I was talking to Al about actually getting yep. some oil for her so yep. that we can market And there's that. a science behind it. You know, it increases blood flow, um, you know, which helps with pleasure and with lubrication. I'm, it's safer. I mean, these, once again, this is all natural. Now, I'm not somebody that's running around thinking this is a miracle plant, you know, like it's going to save the world from everything. 
But once again, it's a plant. And I'm sure there are probably billions of plants on the planet that probably do wonderful things. We just happen to know for the last 5,000 years that 5, this thousand. one does some amazing things. Yes, 5,000. And, you know, whether it's matcha or as I just mentioned turmeric, there's always mm-hmm. roots and plants exactly. that uh, w- becomes the magic exactly. thing. But you're right. This has been around since yep. biblical times. They yep. even have it in yep. there, if those of you. And again, I only d- don't take it because I don't also eat uh, red meat. I also don't do high fructose corn syrup. There's just things I I just don't do. Yep. But I'm I'm totally for this. Um getting back to the money. Mm-hmm. Actually getting to the money. Get We're talking with Wanda money. James, CEO of Simply Pure Dispensary in Colorado. Um so you can take in cash, but you can't put it in the bank. <laughs> So I, right. I mean, you're laughing, but this is like because it's a we federal. Done, we, we done built a whole house with walls of money. Come no, on, we yeah, no. like you, what, what is this? The Ozarks? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So I mean, th- th- there's something really frustrating about that. But like, how do you manage? You you are making lots of money and you cannot put it in a bank because federally it's illegal. Well, it's kind of crazy. So we actually do have a legal bank account in Colorado. We've been invited to have a bank account. So reputable businesses will get invited to have a bank account but we have to jump through hoops for every dollar that we put into the bank we've got to show that it was actually really purchased in our dispensary and there's all kinds of paperwork and different things that we have to go through to show that this money is being put into the bank we still don't have quote unquote banking we're just really allowed to vault our money there and write checks on it I mean I can't go get a credit card I can't get a line of credit I can't do any of the things that you know any other normal business would be able to do so why do this You know, that's my CPAs ask me that all the time. Like, why are you doing this? Um, Honestly, because I believe in it that much. And when I've seen what's happened to my brother, when I've seen what's happened um, to people uh, that have been incarcerated for this and whose lives have been ruined over this. um, Once again, like I said, I've been a connoisseur since I was 16. This plant means a lot to me and I really believe in it and because since I was 16 years old I have been getting elevated with members of elected officials and and doctors and lawyers and businessmen there will come a day um, very soon where this is federally no longer illegal and at that point from a business standpoint you're going to be positioned it will make a lot of sense and hopefully even then we can do more um to be in that position to be able to make that happen. I love the foresight of that. And, that, you know, we talk often on, on, on the Karen Hunter Show about the, the need to plan. You know, people, uh, if you're not planning, you yeah. know, 5, 10, 50 years yeah. out beyond your existence here on this yeah. earth, um, you're, you're doing yeah. your legacy a disservice because there's a plan. There's this a country plan. was planned out. Planned out. Perfectly planned, planned out. out. They knew all of the, even the yep. abolishment of slavery, they had a plan yep. for that as they well, how plan, to keep it going. They had a plan for that, right? So we, your, your planning is very brilliant, and I just, uh, just want to say that. How do we get more people in since the, the, the buy-in is so high? So to get a dispensary in Colorado <laughs> was a lot, right? Uh, well, it is now, and there's a moratorium in Denver, so if you wanted a dispensary in Denver, you'd have to go buy an existing dispensary, which means you're going to have to offer somebody $5 million or more to be able just to get an existing dispensary in Denver, Now, is that Colorado. money legitimate? If you sold your dispensary mm-hmm. for $5 million, could mm-hmm. you put that in a bank? I could. Okay. And here's, I, I don't want to get too deep on the money, but no, here's what really upsets me up, too, is because the state of Colorado and the United States government puts the money in the bank. So the state of Colorado takes my drug money, of which I can't put in the bank. I give it to them which they know good darn and well is from good money from, legitimate from, from, money from, from right. cannabis and they put it in their bank account but we can't put it in ours but anyway that's, that's really some cra- is something some wrong with that stuff. there's really something wrong so with we that. need legislators we so need legislators. i live in jersey yep. jersey's probably gonna legalize marijuana yes how do i get a dispensary in new jersey 
So they just put up the six licenses, which um, uh, Simply Pure and Viola teamed up on, and we put in a license in New Jersey for those six licenses. Now, that's going to be vertically integrated, which means we'll be able to grow, distribute, um, and produce different forms of cannabis. Um, but New Jersey is going to be voting very soon on doing what they're calling micro licenses. So they're going to put out a whole nother set of licenses for people who just want to have a dispensary or just want to have a grow facility or just want to have processing. Those would be a much lower um, uh, entry fee, um, will be easier to be able to get those licenses. And hopefully they're going to be looking at making sure that those are somewhat skewed to have more minority ownership because the one thing that we don't have uh, is fair ownership throughout the United States for people mm -hmm. of color. What would the um, process be if I so the six licenses you have you have corralled all six of them? Oh no! So we would hopefully get one of them. One of six. Um, one okay. of six, and then they, like I says, they're looking at probably another ninety-five licenses that they'll put okay. out sometime before the end of the year. That will be the micro licenses that um, hopefully people of color can, you know, get their fingers on. But once again, it won't be like a you know ten thousand dollar thing that you can go open up. You're no, still going to have to be a lot of money. You're going to have to get a team together. You're going to have to have a finance person on that team. You're going to have to have all of have that to have a team, and you still can't put your money in the bank. All right, I'm just I, saying it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, it, it's, no, it's it, crazy. It's criminal, actually. It's it's yeah. criminal, and ancillary businesses. You know, and the one so thing. So let's that, talk about that because yeah. we we do. You know, yeah. you obviously listen to the show, which I appreciate. That I made do. me smile. I do. It's I do. it's weird. You know, you you sit here every day and you just um, do what you do. Yeah, you do what you do because it's what you're supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. So. If people are listening, great. I'm doing it because mm -hmm. to whom much is given, much is required. So I have to share the the knowledge, right? You motivate me. I get done what? with you, and I'm just out ready to take on the world. What? And I'm like, I got Karen behind me now. Shoot. And I am, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's, exactly. that's what's super important. That's what's yeah. super important. Um, But as I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, how do – so we, we're doing a stock mm -hmm. thing. And so we've had Angela Matthews on and mm -hmm. Momentum, and mm -hmm. so now people are investing in the stock. Mm -hmm. John Boehner, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Like, I – I feel I feel betrayed, right? It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, so so is the stock a good thing? Like, how do we get into the? What are the best ancillary businesses for somebody that yeah. is uh, an elevator? Is that what yeah. you're calling them? The, who get the person that gets to, to, elevated? To be, to be, to, well, elevated because I like being elevated more than I like being stoned or high. I like elevated. That, that was that was sexy. Elevated. Um, so, you know, it's always interesting to meet John Boehner, who had no problem locking people up for a bunch of years when he was in Congress and then decides to come out and, you know, oh, now it's fine because I'm a part of it. Um, I find that insulting, but that's a whole nother show. Um, once again, when you think about the Colorado gold rush back in the 1800s, right? How many people Colorado actually... Colorado again, huh? I know. We're back to Colorado again. It keeps happening there, right? How many people actually got rich off the Colorado gold rush? How many people actually found gold? Maybe 10. I don't know. But it wasn't a lot of people. But the people who got rich were the ones that sold picks and axes, were the ones that sold real estate, were the ones that, you know, did graphic design, I guess, whatever graphic design was <laughs> back, back in then. the 1890s. Right. So, you know, when people say, well, how do I get involved in this business? Bloom where you're planted. If you're a graphic designer, this industry needs graphic design. If you're an interior decorator right now, there is a whole new industry of people that do nothing but design dispensaries and design grow facilities. If you're a lighting expert, we need lights. If you're an electricity expert, we need electricity. I mean, whatever it is that it is that you do in your life right now, you can do that in the cannabis space. And then once you get your foot in the door, then you can start to meet and, and move around. And if you wanted to own a dispensary, it makes it a lot easier doing it from the inside than from the outside trying to get in. 
on the legislative side, um, you know, I've called for petitions to be signed mm-hmm. and, you know, for people to put pressure on their lawmakers, their governors to do to and their state legislators to to make this a law yep. and to or executive order. Yep. Um, how do we put pressure on, you know, like I need records expunged. I need people to yes. get, uh, you yes. know, if, if get released and then not have to check a box yes. when they go apply yes. for a job. You or know, a plant. anybody, yep. anybody that's been arrested for marijuana in this yep. country should be immediately let out of jail. Agreed. What what who's at the forefront of that that we can use as a champion? Who's in Congress? Who's actually doing that work? Wanda. So, you know, um, Part of the other thing that I that I do is uh, the Cannabis Global Initiative is another company that I've started. And what we like to do is work with politicians, municipalities to be able to talk about this. One of the members of Congress that I'm really sad is leaving because he's running for governor of the state of Colorado. But I ran his campaign in 2008 and it was Congressman Jared Polis, first openly gay member of Congress. But Jared has been a fighter in Congress and on the floor of Congress to legalize, to expunge records, to not arrest people, to get legislators out of the business of putting people in jail for this plant and for slave labor. He's now running for um, governor of Colorado, so we're, we're really pulling for him to see that he is able to do this. But we do need to get out there and talk to legislators. Once again, when I talk to legislators, they always say, well, nobody ever calls me talking about cannabis issues because it's us and we don't tend to make a lot of noise, right? But we need to talk about the fact that our brothers and our husbands and our well, sons and daughters, you know, this is not okay. And you're right, those records need to be expunged. We're having an expunction clinic on Saturday in Colorado, and I think a couple of other states are doing it as well, too, as, as, a, as, a, as a thing on Saturday, because this needs to be brought to the forefront, and we need to be fighting for this, because it makes no sense that my brother has to have a felony conviction from 17 years old for, for four ounces. And when he first told me that, just... Imagine you just meet your brother and he says, I'm a felon. The first thing that went through my head was he what killed he somebody. He, right. You know, he, right. he hurt somebody real bad. And when he's like, well, I got caught with four ounces of weed, I was like, what? <laughs> what? I, I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me. So we need to end this and we need to step up and talk about it. Tell me the story of meeting your brother. Um, my We didn't know that we had a brother. And uh, my father... How many of, of us are we? Um, uh, there's me and I have, I have four brothers. So, uh, my dad, um, where do you fall in the birth order? I'm sorry. Cause my, that all matters to no, me. No, no. My brother is, uh, he is right underneath me. So I have an older brother, then there's me and then my brother Rick and I have two other younger brothers. So when I met him, unfortunately I'd met him at my father's funeral. My father had gone to meet Rick and unfortunately passed away in his hometown on um, the day before he was supposed to meet him. So he never got to meet his he son. He never got to meet him. How did he um, find out he had a son? Um, he got a phone call one day uh, from his mom, and then Rick followed up with a, a call afterwards. And so we had a couple of calls for a few weeks and made plans to go down and, and meet him. And Dad had gone down there and stopped at his hometown. And um, my father actually had one of the best deaths ever, and he died surrounded by all the my dad's from Yoakum, Texas, a little tiny Texas town. And he was in what I call the old man jute joint, which was my uncle's little jute joint that had the, you know, little silly bar and the the, the thing you put the coins in. The, the jukebox. The jukebox. <laughs> and uh, you know, all the old guys with the matching uh belts and shoes and hats, you know, would all hang out in there. And um my uncle told me, he says, Wanda, he says, your dad was on the dance floor with two women and he says he was having the time of his life and when he went down, he's like, we all thought it was a dance move at first. We didn't know that he wasn't getting back up. Wow. And um, 
I can't think of a better way for him to have passed away, but it was still shocking that it happened the night before he was going to meet my brother. So we buried my dad in Yoakum, Texas, and uh, my brother came down for the funeral, and we had the chance to meet. And my brother now lives with me and has lived with me now in Colorado for the last 18 years, and he's been a part of my business and working together, and um, he's just like my dad. He looks like your dad? Acts like my dad, talks like my dad, walks wow. like my so dad. Wow, so it's like you have your dad. It's kind of weird. Your dad with. It's kind of weird. If, um, because many people have had people in their lives incarcerated and impacted by, uh, this drug economy, um, what activated you? What made you decide to just, you know, what were you doing before? You said you were were with President Barack Obama and you're, you're in business and you're doing these things. The shift into this space where you're an activist now, Wanda James. I am. Um, the shift into this space, how do I say this and make it make sense? Um, I grew up in a in Colorado and University of Colorado in a, in a very white world. And when I met my brother, um, I started to understand that no matter what we accomplish, we are still treated as second-class citizens. And I had a real problem finding out that I was a second-class citizen. As a matter of fact, it pissed me off beyond all get-up. I And I still get horribly upset about it when I think about being a second-class citizen in this country. And uh, I decided then, um, when we had the opportunity after, you know, when Barack Obama was president, I was like, you know, I've got a Rolodex here of U.S. senators and congressmen and everything else. I'm like, we're going to do this because they are not going to... They're not going to come at us like this. They're not going to touch us in the way that they have touched my brother. And it gives me great pride now that my brother is part of this with me and that he is making money at this. And um, my brother was a visionary, quite frankly. To me, he's no different than Bill Gates doing this in his garage in 1979, right? So my brother saw this coming, and I'm proud that we can work together on this right now, and that's what motivates me. I love it. Um, simplypure.com, simplypure.com. You can follow Wanda at Wanda L. James on Twitter. And if you're in Colorado, stop by the Pure, Pure, Simply Pure Dispensary on, and get your get your um, elevation sex on. Get your huh? sex lube. The sex lube? <laughs> yeah, okay. What, whatever floats your boat. So you got, you got special chocolate. You got the brownies. You have brownies and chocolate chip cookies. I'm sure you got all of that. The we, gummy bears and gummy worms and we all got, of that. We got all of that. You know, tea it's, and coffee. It's, it's tea. Um, as a matter of fact, um, we carry tea from. Um, there is a black woman by the name of Y Livingston that her tea, her regular tea. She's a tea 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 person, but her teas are in Whole Foods Market, and now she does infused teas on the cannabis side. Now, you know, I'm a, a green tea. Oh no! I'm a see, teetotaler. We're gonna, see, you we're know. gonna ha- when when New York is is legal, we're gonna have to get you some. All right, some I tea. might be open to the tea. Listen, yeah. uh, when you, I, I feel like life life mm-hmm. life is to be lived, right? Yeah. And to experience yeah. different things, and yeah. you know, I just I've always informed the things that I wouldn't do based on the yeah. negative experiences I've seen with people, and yeah. I'm like, I'm never doing cocaine. I don't like how y'all yeah. act when you do cocaine. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You you look people are you. drunk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look yeah, at yeah. You. And I'm very judgmental. Y'all are drunk. Uh, my, my roommate's passed out on the floor with her well, face on the stairs. That? I'm like, who wants to? Do that. You, and you're throwing up. Yeah. Who wants to do that? that. No, I'm not no doing sense. it. So, and then my my other roommate forgetting things. <laughs> I'm talking and you don't remember stuff. I need to. Re- I have a hard enough time remembering stuff. Doing? I need to not compound that. But 
Microdosing. I will take some tea. Microdosing and the tea. And we got grandmas in, in Jamaica that will, you know. Well, they, you, I mean, the Jamaicans understand the plant. They, do, they understand it. <laughs> they understand it. They chew on it for, I mean, it's, it's, it's a plant. All right. Well, listen, Wanda, uh, I want to continue the conversation. And more importantly, I want you to help me help this vast audience that we have um, understand what's at stake, but yep. also empower them to go get it yep. because it's something to go get. It's so something to go get. Uh, let me thank you for being in the gap, sitting <laughs> in this position and doing the work that you're doing. But we're going to uh, call on you to do more because as more and more this gets legalized and federally as it gets legalized, we yep. need a blueprint. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to help me build it. So. I'm there. Thank you. I am so there. I appreciate you. Thank you, you. so much. Wanda James, y'all, CEO, Simply Pure. Go to simplypure.com. Check her out at Wanda L. James on the, on the Twitters. And uh, <laughs> thank you for being a part of this today. Thank you for having me. This honor of my lifetime. So thank you very much. That's a lot. It right, is. I'll accept this it. is cool. I'll accept this it. Is cool. Appreciate you. All right, folks, you were listening to me and Wanda in the hub. We'll see you next week.